This is the Intentional Leaders Podcast. We're on episode 98. How do you show up? Your presence. Welcome to Intentional Leaders. This podcast is not just for leaders, rather for anyone who wants to make an impact on the world, professionally or personally. My passion and purpose is to provide tips, tools, and resources that I've learned throughout my career, working with large and small organizations, profit and non, and also as an entrepreneur. I've had the joy to teach thousands of individuals who, like you, are trying to navigate this crazy and complex world. So here's to doing that successfully and intentionally. So I'm getting ready to record this podcast, and it's dark outside, it's night, and all I can hear from my back window is mooing mooing of cows. I have no idea where they're coming from. We don't have any cows in the neighborhood that I'm aware of, but the wind must be blowing in a way that all I can hear is mooing. (laughs) It is really kind of cool and a little unnerving. In back of us, we're in our new home. Uh, There is just uh, fields right now. It's going to be, of course, all built up eventually, but right now it's very open. So there must be a farm close by and it makes me Actually, it makes me pretty darn happy to hear that mooing. Um, I don't know why. (laughs) It's just a happy sound. But anyway, (laughs) that's not what I wanted to talk to you about this week. What I want to chat with you about, and this is going to be a series of about 3,452 questions for you to answer, because I'm going to ask you how you are showing up. So how did you show up today? For example, were you in the office? Are you in a home office setting? Are you at a plant or in a facility? What meetings did you attend? Who did you interact with? And that could be business, it could be casual, it could be whatever. In showing up, what I mean is, what contributions did you make? What impact did you make on other people? Did your presence add value to the situations that you found yourself in today? And of course, I don't necessarily mean what you wear in terms of your presence, though that can definitely matter to our image and energy. So says Mark Twain, who is quoted as saying, clothes make the man, naked people have little or no influence on society. (laughs) Um, Hopefully clothes make the the person. I'd like to change that um, to be more gender neutral. But also (laughs) Samuel Beckett, here's another fun quote. He said, words are the clothes that we wear. Huh. So if clothes make the person and naked people have no influence and your words are the clothes that you wear, how are you using your communication to make a difference, to influence your organization and the team around you? Pretty complicated quote connection, isn't it? (laughs) But to me, how we show up means how do you establish yourself and your presence. It means knowing that you have a responsibility as a leader or a potential future leader that the world is made better because of your efforts, regardless of how big or small. That is our impact on the world. I believe in this passionately, that we have to show up on purpose, deliberately and consistently. So a couple weeks ago, I talked about showing up as your relationship with confidence And this is going to build on that message and be slightly different today. 
As you think about presence, years ago, Amy Cuddy, Susan Fiske, and Peter Glick did a study, and they wanted to know how do we judge each other? How do we form impressions? And they discovered that we judge people by two factors. One is their level of warmth, and the other is their level of competence. So the question is, are we likable, and do we know what we're doing? And when I think about that, I think about that combination is so powerful, being warm and competence. Um, I've talked in some of these podcasts about your power base, and that warmth to me is reverent power. That means likability. And competence is expert power that you have something to share. And those two, I think, are so meaningful in terms of showing up. And warmth doesn't mean that you're just too much or not authentic to who you are at your core, but it does mean you project a spirit of caring for those around you and that your words and actions show that you care. It's observable. It is visible. And I think competence is something that we all want to project. And we spend a lot of time ensuring that we can highlight and contribute based on our expertise, but that is only half the equation. Showing up with impact requires both competence and warmth. I had a colleague and a friend who kicked off and wrapped up a training session today on behalf of her organization. And I've worked with her, I don't know, for maybe five years. But what was interesting, and I thought about this right before I I started to do this podcast, my podcast notes, was that I don't think I've ever seen her show up in any way other than positively, in terms of her level of engagement, her mindfulness to those around her, the kindness and support she provides to others. And what I realize about this is this is all a choice she makes. On top of her challenging career, and she's raising two young children with her spouse, but she is non- stop. And I have tremendous respect for the care and the attention to detail and her manner each and every time we interact, regardless of what's going on. Every time. I have another former colleague and friend who shows up fully present, undistracted, curious, interesting. He balances listening and sharing so well. He's a thinker who's also quietly empathetic. And consistency, you bet, that is his manner each and every time we interact. So what would others say about you? And what do you want your image to be? How do you want others to feel your presence and the impact of you? I think showing up requires us to be mindful of three things. One is our self-awareness. We have to know ourselves inside and out. It also requires situational awareness that we have to pay attention to what is going on around us. And then third, we combine those two things to engage and elevate whatever experience we are in. That you being involved in a discussion, in a meeting, in an interaction, that it mattered. And I know there's a lot of people who would say, well, I would rather listen. I'm a really good listener. I want to be an observer. And to that I say, yeah, me too. At the same time, you have to know that to strengthen your leadership impact without contributing thoughtfully, consistently, and verbally will be incredibly challenging. This is a balance and an important one. 
So I mentioned I was going to ask you a whole bunch of questions and here it begins because I want you to think about these three areas for you or for those around you and just say, to what extent are you showing up with self-awareness, situational awareness, and then are you engaging and elevating an experience? Self-awareness means, do you have the presence of mind to know how you are coming across to others at all times? And the question is, is that exhausting? Yes, (laughs) but it's important. In fact, it's vital. I think one of the key characteristics of super strong, effective, and inspiring leaders is there is a very high level of self-insight. They know their strengths. They know their vulnerabilities. They know their values, their triggers. They are mindful, present, and available, which requires a very high level of self-awareness. I also think that part of self-awareness is about the kind of energy and passion you project. And I don't mean you have to be all goofy and energetic about this, but would an observer know that you care? Care about others you work with, care about the topic at hand, care about the quality of work that you do, and how would we know? How is your body language? How do you position yourself in the space as a contributor, as a listener, How do you take up space and how do you affect the space around you? What are your strengths? How are you unique and amazing? I mentioned this in, I think, the last podcast, and I've been asking people to do this in so many sessions. What are your superpowers? What makes you uniquely you? You must know those things. You must have a high level of self-awareness to contribute and to lead others. You have to know that. You also have to know what you know and what do you know that is unique or interesting or needed to others. And then do you show up prepared? Have you reviewed the necessary information to contribute effectively regardless of the situation? Do you know what you know and what you don't know? Are you willing to say that you don't know? That was so many questions, but that is all about self-awareness, and I think that is huge. How can we show up with impact and influence if we are not self-aware? I think it is virtually impossible. When we show up with self-awareness, then it's about situational awareness. Do you know how to read a room and what that even means? Do you know your unique strengths and knowledge, and do you use them in benefit of situations that you find yourself in? And do you balance that knowledge sharing by also asking for others' input and being open to others' ideas and thoughts that may be different from your own? Do you recognize the dynamics of a group? Who are the influencers? Who are the advocates? Who is silent and why? Are you good at assessing the level of formality in a meeting? Can you match it with your demeanor? Do you consistently apply all those social graces and manners that build trust and project warmth? Do you introduce yourself and other people? Are you mindful of inclusiveness and belonging of every single person who's around you? Those actions make a huge difference in knowing what's going on around you, paying attention to it, and then using that information to contribute in a high level way. 
And that is the third quality, I believe, of showing up, that you engage with others to elevate an experience, that you add value because you're there. Do you draw on other people's strengths? Do you know what the strengths are of the people in any situation? And that requires, of course, some knowledge with people that are new, but it's assessing it right away. What can you learn so you can add value to a discussion? Do you share then relevant stories, experiences, and examples that will help create understanding or education or meaning in a group? Can you challenge the group to think differently while creating safety? I think that's a really important one. If people don't feel safe in a group, emotionally, psychologically safe, they won't contribute. And we can all play a part in making that happen. That is a great way to elevate an experience and add value is making sure that is happening. Can you, in a helpful, non-obtrusive manner, offer facilitation support when it is appropriate? Even when I'm not a facilitator and if there's a whiteboard, I am really hard pressed not to sometimes get up and draw something or write something down because using other mediums, using other forms of communication helps to elevate the understanding or the communication or the dialogue in a group. Are you paying attention to that? Do you insert energy into a group? And is the group or meeting or discussion better because you were there? At the end of the day, that is the question. And I look down this list of all these different questions I'm asking you, and these things are all probably common sense. Many of them are. Are they common practice? I would suggest maybe not. I also think some people's reaction is, well, those acts are self-serving, aren't they? They're manipulative. I don't think these acts are at all self-serving. I think these behaviors, when done thoughtfully, honestly, and with sincerity, they put you in a position to serve. They elevate your impact and your leadership effectiveness. The greatest challenge, it's to be mindful of them when you're tired, when you're stressed, when you're distracted, and when you're in anything less than an ideal situation. Because that's also part of showing up, is that you do it consistently. You are creating a reliable, predictable experience with the energy that you bring to the table through self-awareness, situational awareness, and choosing to elevate the experience, adding value to it. That, my friends, is a choice every day. And it's your legacy. So own it. So here's my challenge for you. Show up at a level of self-awareness unmatched previously by you, not only for you, but for others, and see what effect it has. And excuse me now, I really got to go find those cows.